from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Hey, happy new year, everybody. Yay! Woo! Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought too much? 2022, guys. Happy new year from your friends at the Superiority Complex. How's everybody doing today? Great. Good. If you guys see me taking a sip of water after I ask a question, that's your cue to jump in and say, I'm great. We're having a good year. Way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm good. Good, good, good. We're good. good Justine's here. John's here. Jake's here. Patrick is not here. Patrick is uh, having to work like 10 extra days because uh, everybody at work has COVID. So um, just a quick public service announcement. The fact that. I don't know if you, some people say Omicron, some people say Omicron. Just the, because the fact they've just because they've mentioned what is that noise? What is that noise? What was that? Noise? Who's making that noise? What, hey, who's that? making that noise? Oh, it was John. You were rubbing hey. your eyes. I see. Don't you're, rub your eyes. Well, no, you, your your microphone is up. I see. So you were rubbing it on the. You were rubbing against the. What, Who's making that noise? No, don't say I see like like we're just making it up. You were making, did you not hear that noise? Uh, no, he can't hear. It. I know, I understand. You don't have to go. <laughs> <laughs> <Wanna> start over. <laughs> I just was like, what is that noise? I listen. I, so help me, God. <laughs> I just said I see. That's I'm trying to ramp. Well, I'm trying to ramp up. I'm, I'm okay. about to. You can tell. I'm really getting ramped happy. up. And then Justine's laughing. It's, that's making me you want to You know laugh. what grinds my ears? All I saw was this and like the sound. And you, for some reason, like didn't stop talking. So I was like, he's ignoring it. No one else could I, I couldn't hear it at first. At first, I didn't know what it was. And then I didn't understand why it kept happening. I couldn't understand why. And then he said, who did it? Yeah, I, said, I didn't. Who was making that noise? The whole time, and you never looked at the camera. Because <laughs> yeah, I was looking off into space. I had my, I had a, a, a fixed point in the, here in the room. It's actually yeah, you were looking somewhere else. Yeah, and I was getting ready to ramp up, and I was like, "Here we go! I'm gonna. We're at the top of the roller coaster, and we're about to just fucking let fly." And then I got distracted, so now I don't remember what I was gonna say. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the listeners are going great show so far. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I told you we, we should not have talked about before. I was in a great mood earlier today. I was in a good mood. I had a nice sandwich. Yeah. I had a good night's sleep. And then we started talking about all these assholes who aren't taking COVID seriously. And then I got in a bad mood right before we started. So now I got to kind of work through that because I'm now I'm angry. What kind of sandwich? What kind of sandwich I went to Bristol Farms, which is a very bougie. Uh, first of all, I hate... <laughs> I hate the word bougie, and I just used it, but it's very, very. It is bougie because it's right next to Whole Foods. I know where you went. No, <laughs> no, I did he not. Love a good Which one do you sandwich. think I went to? Just the one in Brea. There is no Whole Foods in Brea. There is no uh, Bristol Farms in Brea. It comes up on my DoorDash when I used to work there. Mm. There's a Whole Foods. There's a Whole Foods. I went to the Bristol Farms okay. in your in your Belinda. Your Belinda. In my Belinda. That's the... Uh, my Belinda. That's do, do, the do, land do, of gracious do, living. It is. The land of pompous slogans. Your Belinda. I went in there. 
park next to, park next to a guy from Oregon who does not understand what the lines in the uh, in, in the parking lot are for. He parked right on them, so I got in there, got uh-huh. right next to him, and uh-huh. uh, he was not happy about that. <laughs> Apparently, he was waiting for his wife though, so he sat in the car. I went in. I had a b- delicious brisket. And pesto sandwich. It was delicious. Brisket. I'm already wow. and I'm a, already interested. On an, oh, oh, just beautiful. They make they have good sandwiches there. You have me at brisket. Oh, really nice sandwiches. Try it out one day. But uh, what I also bought while I was in there, because I was like, well, we're being bougie. Let's do it. I bought myself a little goo. Uh, uh, goo. <laughs> a, little a little wheel goo. of smoked Gouda. Who doesn't like a nice smoked Gouda? Are you kidding I me? Love, I love I love Gouda and especially smoked Gouda. Oh. It's just the best. Justine, what is your favorite cheese? What is your favorite cheese, Justine? I like a lot of cheeses. I don't. But what is your favorite? What's one of your favorites? I can't. You don't, <laughs> you don't know the top. Okay, here we go. Nope. Top twenty cheeses. Yeah, top nope, twenty. You can't make me. Uh, do you, you like? Can't a, make me. They're all my babies. Do you like a Chadar? <laughs> let's get let's get a Billboard's top one hundred cheeses. Do you like a Chadar? I do. Okay. It's the number a gouda cheese in the nation. But I, this is my range. My range can go up pretty high to like American cheese, the squares. Because I wow. I'll tell you mm. what. I'll tell you what. Sometimes so you have a good. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jake. What did you? Where were you gonna say? It had better be a wide range when it comes to cheeses, but not movies. I see. I was about to say it better be gold. If you're interrupting me, that. Was... <laughs> <laughs> And well, you, you should have you should have said that first. And you, yeah, because you came at me with brass right there, yeah. pure gold. Uh, what I like to do sometimes. Tell me if you guys don't like to do this. You get a nice slice of sourdough, right? You get your little Kraft American singles that Justine likes, the plastic cheeses, and you just eat it like that. You just slap a couple pieces on some bread, real quick if you're hungry. Don't toast it or anything. Uh-huh. Just eat it like that. Delicious. Mm. I used to get. Um, I don't know about that. Like spaghetti pasta, and then I would put a square cheese on top of that. You and are disgusting. <laughs> wow. I'm not well, picky now, with my cheeses. Let me ask you. Now that you, we're on. Let me ask you a question. Do you ever get a, that slice of cheese, put it on a slice of apple pie? No. <laughs> uh, you guys had this conversation. No. What? Cheese on your apple pie? A pie without cheese is like an ass without a squeeze. We just had this conversation. No, what the fuck? Uh, an apple pie without cheese is like sex without foreplay. What? Mm, there used to be that on Mar- the Marie Calendar board used to say that. Yeah, it used I to see. say a pie without cheese are like an eyebrow without a tweeze. <laughs> Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. You got yeah, sure. to tweeze the old eyebrows. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, why not? Let me hear your resolutions for 2022. Obviously, ours was not to make a better show. <laughs> Survive. That's that's Survive. all. Survive. Survive. Justine, it's what are live. your Justine? Let me ask you a question. Was your resolution to just go all out with your hair because it looks fabulous today? Your hair looks fabulous. Look at it. It's so looks, faded. Just like no, I got a color. You I'm probably gonna do purple. You're going to do purple this time? Yeah. What I have co- purple still under here, but I need to, um, just going to do my whole head. What color is your hair naturally? Purple. It's got to be. You've forgotten. Probably 
black, probably. <laughs> yeah, I, it looks good like that. It looks nice. It looks a little platinum-y. Looks intentional, sure. Yeah, yeah because the bleach is th- starting to show. That's how faded the blue is. That's okay. Well, you've been w- busy you working. You see when they strip the color out, it's so white. <laughs> mm-hmm. By the time I keep bleaching my hair, so I'm, I'm in my I'm in the progress of growing out my black hair. How do you feel about that? Good. I'll probably just chop this off so I can get a little quicker at that. Why don't you just go for a full Ripley, shave it down, and then just come back Ripley. stronger than ever? Yeah. The third the third movie, which nobody liked. <laughs> which do, she do a little bit of the Britney Spears, huh? Shaves her head. Yeah. Yeah. Why this not? is a wig. Oh, you can't see it. This is a wig. <laughs> so 2022, we lost in the last gasp of 2021. It reached up and pulled down Betty White. Are you guys okay? Are you all right? What's sad is that she was like a two and a half weeks from her hundredth birthday. You know? I, I am uh. not. I'm not even joking. The day before it was reported that she passed away, a friend of mine liked. You know, sometimes your your friends. Instagram's likes likes will show up in your feed. It was a picture of Betty White on the cover of People magazine, and it said Betty turns a hundred. And Betty White herself had said, "I'm so excited to be featured on the cover of of next month's People magazine. Please, you know, check it out, whatever." And it was probably her publicist or whatever, you know, yeah, writing yeah. as Betty White. But I was just like, "Boy, I hope they didn't jinx it." To myself, just kidding around. I was like, boy, I hope they didn't jinx it. And sure enough, the next yeah. day, uh, it was reported that she. So I feel like I jinxed it. I feel like maybe. Well, all that stuff. The, you can see how all that stuff is in the works weeks ahead of time. You know, MeTV is doing a Betty White festival for her hundredth birthday, and they did a little. They had a little special planned, and that stuff has to be in the works a couple weeks ahead of time. So you know, what can you do? Uh, I'll go ahead with those festivals, I guess. You know, it's funny because nobody can deliver. In that quite, you know, it's it's she was ahead of her time in, in doing kind of that airhead character, like like a like well, almost like a Gracie like Gracie Allen a little bit in the Golden and Girls in, in yeah. the Golden Girls, but also just to, she would do that. That kind of became her persona towards the end, which is funny because she's actually very sharp. She was actually yeah. a very sharp. Uh, I was watching probably so- closer. Closer to Sue Ann Nivens, probably. They said she had a sharp tongue. She could be really funny. What, what's going on over there? Somebody getting a. So again, that's call? why Carson liked having her on because she she was sharp, you know. Yes, she, and, she and could, could be could be risque without being uh, crass. Very, you know, yeah, it's a fine line to walk, you know. Classy. Yeah, yeah. That's why she when she did the Sue Ann Nivens on Mary Tyler Moore, they said, you know, we need we need somebody who looks kind of like uh, Goody Two Shoes but has a sharp tongue, you know, kind of like a like a Betty White type. And then they said, why don't we just get Betty White? <laughs> oh, good stuff. Uh, and you know, the, I always remember, the, even though she doesn't really have a lot to do, she is in our favorite episode of the odd couple, John, where they go on password. Oh, where I don't have, remember that. Where she's on the, she's, not, she's in, she's the other, she's in the oh. other partner. Uh, what's, okay. what's the word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on the other <laughs> password team with her husband, Alan That's Ludden. Right. <laughs> That's right. That is my favorite episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Aristophanes. <laughs> That's a, that's a ridiculous answer. <laughs> uh, she does uh, that great take. She does that great take where the clue is birds, 
And then he says Aristophanes because Aristophanes wrote a play called The Birds. Everybody knows that. And then she looks at the clue and she turns around and gives Felix like a look. Uh, she does a really great look. Like, so good. Good stuff. Good stuff. RIP uh, Betty White. Uh, Justine, you're a big Golden Girls fan, aren't you? Oh, Justine's on the phone. She just picked up the phone. Look at Let's Let's, uh, let's. Oh, hey, what's some, some, Somebody's could, in trouble. Yep. Could, could be medical. No, it, it could be. It's probably work. Probably work related. Someone's, someone's in trouble. Jake They're asking her if she can come in. Jake yeah. loves when anybody else on the show does something. <laughs> Look at him. He's so yes, excited. The pot. Oh, he's, so, he's so excited. Let me get on my calls right in. <laughs> it takes the attention off of him. Yes. <laughs> it, it, he gets excited when other people get in trouble. Yeah. Yep, and then then I'm then I say one extremely inappropriate thing, and it's all reset. Quick right. uh, reset, reset. I like the way you're mm-hmm. you're holding your mug with two hands, like not unlike a Donald Trump trying to drink water. Not oh, unlike boy. Yeah, he yeah. does have very small hands. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you know what they say about guys with small hands? Uh, let, <laughs> they, they say let's. <laughs> apparently, they say let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Am I right? Oh, these people uh, are buying shirts with that on it. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the insecurity? It's like a nation of. <laughs> it's a nation of pinheads. It's it's like <laughs> it's idiocracy. You know, you're like, wow, it's a real it's a real thing. Let's go, Brandon. And they all think it's so clever. I know it's like, yeah, hey, that's pretty clever. What? It's like, you know, for that to work, you actually got to know what the hell you're talking about. Hey, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> uh, it's hey, the, it's the jocks in the back of the class during exactly. during school, just where everyone's gonna like, God, how is that funny? <laughs> yeah, Christ, it's terrible. But they think it's hilarious. Uh, oh, good. Someone, it's good stuff. Hmm? Mm. Comedy subjective, John. Don't be a snob. Okay. Ugh. Nation of pinheads. <laughs> <laughs> you call them pinheads. You call. Hey, uh, jo- how was everybody's new comeback? Yeah, that's one of those great comebacks. Great jock comeback. Hey. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I love that. The, the Clark Gable and uh, it happened one night. You got me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I love it. Hey, uh, so John, what did you do for New Year's, huh? Mm, I slept. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I felt I was lucky to do that. Yeah, just um, and oddly enough, there wasn't a lot of noise. I remember, like about a year ago, <laughs> it never stopped. You know, with the with the whistles and gunfire and uh, <laughs> fireworks. And this year, I guess people had probably spent all their money on Fourth of July because I didn't hear any like mortars or rockets or you know anything like that. Pew pew pew. That's... I think they were out of cash. <laughs> That's weird because in, in, in L.A. there's always fireworks going off. Always. Mm-hmm. Something goes. Yeah, I mean, this neighborhood, I was expecting to hear it like all day and all night. And that's the way it was 4th of July. 4th of July, they started they started two days early and it didn't stop until like the day after. Just yeah, 4th non-stop. of July, you'll still, hear, you'll still hear fireworks like a week or two later. You'll, hear, yeah. you'll still hear stuff going off at night. But th- for 4th of July, there wasn't a hell of a lot. I was really amazed. So maybe they just spent all their money there's no money left for explosives you know jake how about you what did you do for new year's buddy uh went over to some co-workers house uh-huh. had a good time had some drinks got yourself covid got myself covid got yourself- <laughs> no. 
Can no, just... we're all we. Yeah, none of us have COVID, and we all basically hang out with each other. So nice, nice, nice. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah, Justine's still on that phone call. Looks like. What she's... did you do, Mario? What'd you do? On uh, New Year's Day? I worked, man, and then I came home and went to bed, and then got up and worked New Year's Day. So God damn. No, nah, it's fine. I, I really don't do anything on New Year's is not a big deal for me, man. You know. Christmas is my big holiday. I hope everybody had a great Christmas. We didn't see each other. We were on break. Everybody had a nice Christmas. I hope mm. you uh John, what was your favorite gift that you got? Was it the <laughs> No, I'm not asking that is not a, I'm not fishing. I am not fishing. I love my I love my Ad Astra book. <laughs> hey. Have you poured over that? Have you poured over that? It, oh, I have. It's it's a trip down memory lane. And happy, you know, the the it, we, we always take a break, so you got we got to celebrate your birthday. But uh, we, we're I never love my Frankenstein, my Frankenstein bust, which I have on the piano. Yeah. Oh, nice! Like a like a Beethoven bust. You know. I love that you have a piano. Yeah, yeah. It's not that kind of piano. It's not like a grand piano. It's a little, uh, little rinky tink piano in the corner of the den. Because uh, my mom used to play, and uh, I think that, yeah, that little piano goes back to uh, when she was a kid. So wow. it kind of just got passed. As people passed away, it just kept getting passed around. Cool. Uh, I can't play. So it just it just collects dust because I can't play it, you know. Uh, is it a Baldwin? I don't know what it is exactly. It's It's not like a big grand piano, just a little, sort of like a little uh, piano. I don't know what they call them, just like a. Little family piano, yeah, a baby yeah. Grand. A little upright, little upright piano. It doesn't have like the big lid, you know, it goes up, you know, like you see in the Three Stooges. It's this. I, I know. I know what it looks like. It's the same exact piano that my aunt probably has in her house. It's like a rectangle. It's yep. just like sort of like the size of a coffee table. Mm-hmm. You know, or, uh, it's just uh, yeah, I think they're just called upright pianos. Right? Yeah, it's a little upright. Mm-hmm. Yep, doesn't have yeah. the big yeah. box. Yeah. 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 Kind of like the guy at Disneyland plays, you know, in the Carnation. Car. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You could just wheel it in and just uh, mm-hmm. playing, yeah. yeah, like the kind you'd see in the multi-purpose room at school. It would, yeah. They roll it in, and Mrs. Reeser yeah. would play it. That's yeah. right. My mom could play, and she was a teacher, so she would actually play uh, for like Christmas functions and stuff. They needed somebody who could play all the Christmas songs, so she she knew how to play well enough to do that. And uh, but yeah, I didn't. I never really learned. I think I took. I think in fifth grade, I took a couple weeks. I just thought, I this is never going to get anywhere. <laughs> they tried giving me lessons. I was like, this is not, I am not going to have the patience to see this through. I could never. I've sat down to try to learn and teach myself and watch YouTube videos. And I'm like, yeah. I just don't have the, I don't have the wherewithal. Yeah. It'd be great no, to it play though. Patience. It takes patience. And then when you see somebody, you could really knock it out like a Jerry Lee Lewis or a Ray Charles. You just go, no, this ain't never going to happen. You got to. Yeah, but you could get on there and play chopsticks and be fun at parties. Well, anybody can play chopsticks. I play a mean chopstick. Can you? And of course, uh, Body and Soul. No, that's Heart and Soul. Body and Soul is by. Uh, Mind, Body. You said, you said Body and Soul. It's Heart and Soul. Oh. That's yeah. a uh, movie, right? Body and Soul. Body and Soul is a song. Is that like I'm uh, all for you, or? body and soul. Ah. Yeah, da, 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 de, da. So what's yeah, the one da, da, that's, uh, da, da, it's Heart and Soul, da, da, the one goes, dun, da, de, da, dum, ba, da, da, dum, ba, yep. ba, dum, ba, dum, ba. It's also a song by Huey Lewis in the News. Because she's hard <laughs> and soul. Bum, ba, dee, da, dum, ba, 
heart and soul. I fell in love with you, heart and soul. I wasn't like a Jan and Dean did like a doo-wop version of that. Did they? I don't know. Their lyrics they, to that song? Dang. <laughs> yes. Dang, ding, 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 heart and soul. I fell in love with you, heart and soul. Sorry, that's all I know. So, and well, how about you, Mario? Silence. We're wait, We're all uh, waiting. New Year's Day. We're waiting for Justine. New Year's Day. I caught uh, licorice pizza. New Year's Day. Oh, let's. You know, well, Justine, because we're going to talk about Spider Man today. Because Justine finally saw it, so we can see it. We can, we can talk about it. Did Patrick see it too? Uh, I believe so, but he's not here, so it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Okay. He doesn't matter if he can't make the yeah. show. Uh, I think you would get a kick out of uh, licorice pizza. So it's uh, 1973. <laughs> Uh, in the San Fernando Valley, and so was the soundtrack li- is very seventy-three. Was licorice, 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 was licorice pizza around in seventy-three, John? That would have been the heyday. And uh, oddly enough, <laughs> this is kind of perversely funny. There is no licorice pizza in the movie, and nobody even mentions licorice pizza in the movie. <laughs> he asked him about that. And he said, "Well, it's enough just to make it the title." He says, you know, that, but that would have been the heyday, probably from like 69 to like, you know, 70. Yeah, licorice, yeah licorice Pizza is a very 60s name. And then. Uh, yeah, do you remember the logo? I think there might have even been one in Woody. Remember the logo yeah. was a lady? It looked like the side of a peach box. It was like a lady holding up a, a steaming hot <laughs> platter. Yeah, there was a there was a licorice pizza in. Uh, yeah, I think it was up the street, uh, like between Music Plus and the uh, the. The warehouse. It's amazing that a city could have like four record stores. You back in those well, days. Well, and then also don't don't all and also don't forget you had Lovells, you had Music Revolution, you had Seavers yeah. Seavers TV that used to sell records. Uh, yeah. Also. Yeah. So. And Music Plus Warehouse. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you're right. Probably like six. As a matter of fact, Lovells had a second location at one point up the boulevard. So yeah, you're talking like at least six record stores. It's it's and then like uh, then you walk into like a a May company or uh, Sears and they've got a record section. Sure. So I forgot about me. Mu- I forgot about, about music plus. I remember the warehouse the norms. Yeah. yeah. I remember the warehouse. When you say licorice pizza, what does that mean? <laughs> well, you know, what is a, what is a, what does a record look like? It was a record licorice. store. Yeah. It, it was a it was a record store. It was a record store chain uh, that turned like the warehouse. The, music plus. Music plus. I see. I see. Uh, li- wasn't the licorice I, pizza in the Whitwood Mall? I think it's possible, you know, they were bought by uh, Sam Goody. At some point, Liquor's Pizzas became Sam Goody's, which were kind of, you're right, Sam Goody was in the mall. So that's probably what happened. Man, Uh, I I hated Sam Goody. Yeah, you know, they didn't have much personality is what it was. You'd go in and you go, "Mm, this is like walking into a, like a Broadway to buy a record. You know, it's like, it's just not very personality driven. I always did like the warehouse. The warehouse is pretty cool. It's yep. stuff. Yeah. Yep. But, um, yeah, but so, it, yeah, those were the days. Those were the days of anyway. It, but Tower was the best. Tower was the king of them all. Yeah, but you had to drive to get to a tower. You'd either had to go to Hollywood or Westwood or up there in Brea finally had one. Uh, Anaheim. We would go to the one in Anaheim all the time. Past not oh, very the far. The one on beach? Is yes. On, like beach yes. all the way down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Well, they were the best because they had everything. They even had books and uh, magazines mm-hmm. and toys. But um, they had the biggest selection. You could go in there and just find anything. The yeah. back stock was crazy. Well, like, when, and it was open until like midnight. Yeah, you know? and then they had jazz. Like, And then the jazz and classical would be in like a separate room. Like, That's look, right. Yeah, 
That's right. You opened the door and it was like a soundproofed room. Yeah. And they're so like, what they were playing, you wouldn't hear in the rest yeah, of the store. Like, you don't need to be among the rabble. Come here and you. I forgot about yeah, that. You yeah. go in the back and there's the, yeah. And it was yeah, huge. It, was it wasn't just room. like, it wasn't just like three bins. It was, uh, it could have been a store unto itself. Yeah. 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 Right, Justine? Uh, well. How did that go, Justine? Yeah. Huh? Who, who was that? Work. I haven't been in my store for a. Um, at, at one point, you were smiling and laughing a little too much for it to be work. You got to be yeah. nice, you know? When they're doing a good job, you got to say it. Uh, she, man. Always, I wish my work did that. He always needs positive reinforcement. And uh, he's, that's, uh, here, here that, was, here's where I was going with that. I was like, you were laughing and smiling a little too much. And then I was going to say, I hope that wasn't a guy you were talking to because we're going to have some news for Patrick. That was my my hubby. Who's that? You have a hubby? Nah, she's my work husband though, because she always gets me food. Patrick's mom. <laughs> Patrick's mom listens. <laughs> it's yeah. funny when you hear people say that work husband or work wife. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, whenever they buy me food, I'm already in love. So I'm like, you are yeah. my favorite. One time, um, one of the girls brought a lunch, so we didn't get to have lunch together. And I told her that if her boyfriend's going to make her food, he needs to make food for both of us. Wow. The next time he gave me, he gave me food too. It was all packed. Wow. I do buy, I do buy lunch for uh, my coworkers. I do. I do. If I'm going to be working with someone, I, I I will bring food for both of us. Yeah. And the guy who would bring, the guy who would bring the most food just quit. But yeah, he I probably packed on some pounds working with that guy because he always brought the mm. he brought the gourmet shit. He'd bring like mm. smoked smoked pork bellies that he made at home. He used, used to yeah. used to smoke a lot of meat. Yeah, it was great. Great, great, great. Mm. Man, that's that's a friend to have. Right mm-hmm. there. Brisket, tri-tip. Mm. Oh yeah, good stuff. That's a lot of meat sweats. Oh, I'd have I'd work with the meat sweats. And then you get the meat poop the next day. That's fun. Like oh, charming to the last. Like a pine cone coming out the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, backed up well, like backed up like the Panama Canal. That's why you gotta that's why you gotta mix the Suez. That's why you gotta mix in a salad. Always mix in a little roughage, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well at least make it, a meat salad. <laughs> at least throw some oh, like a nice uh, steak salad. I love that. You put a little tri tip oh, like on pasto. Yeah. Oh man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Justine, you finally saw. Oh, John. So, what did you rate uh, Licorice Pizza? What do you give it? Uh, oh, you know, give it like an eight. It was really good. Really good. If you like Boogie Nights and uh, what was the other one? Inherent Vice. You know, it's definitely that sort of thing. You know, seventies LA. Okay. That sort of vibe. All right. Yeah. Very well done. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Paul. Yeah. You know, Paul Thomas Anderson. His movies have a certain feel to them. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you on that because the only Paul Thomas Anderson movie I think I've seen is uh, Boogie Nights. Mm. Boogie. You didn't see Phantom Thread or There Will no. Be Blood or. Uh, oh, I did see There Will Be Blood. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, or in, yeah. I or drink Magnolia. I drink your mag. I drink your milkshake. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> I always get Magnolias uh, confused with Vanilla Sky. Is there a difference between those movies? Oh, a difference in directors. Uh, Vanilla Sky is Cameron Crowe. Magnolia is um, is uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, okay. 
I think they both had uh, Tom Cruise in them. I think that's yeah, they the, do. That's the story. They do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that middle period of Tom Cruise when he, but when he, when he stopped doing action movies for a while, he was doing like these uh, these pieces that were very. Uh, he, he would kind of get with a big writer or director and do these. Before everybody of, found out he looked good running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no, he found out he looked good of, running. <laughs> what you would get a kick out of in uh, Licorice Pizza is there's a couple characters that are like composite characters. Most of them are based on real people, and uh, and there's no attempt to, to uh, doctor it up. But uh, they've got Sean Penn playing sort of like a William Holden type, and they call him Jack Holden. Oh, nice. And uh, they also have somebody playing uh, a Lucille Ball type, and they call her Lucy Doolittle. And oh, you'll get a you Oh yeah, John. Did you watch Being the Ricardos? No, but I found a theater that's still playing it, so I may go tomorrow. Oh, uh, it was good. Uh, oh, oh, did you like it? Was it? Oh, you oh great. Like it? Did you see it on, uh, what was it, Apple TV or Amazon? Amazon. Amazon. So you liked it. Thumbs up? I mean, I like that I didn't pay for it. It was great. Yeah, but, I mean, beyond, beyond that, how was it? Um, how I was Nicole Kidman? Over- Nicole Kidman was great. I kept asking Patrick, I'm like, how is she doing that to her voice? That's crazy. Mm. She kind of lowered it. Huh? Sounds. Yeah. So the fact that she can do that voice, because the voice is everything. But She uh, said she really worked at it. She had to lower it, you know. What's that actor's name um, that played Ricard? Javier Bardem. I just, I couldn't get past that. He didn't look like this. Yeah, he had the name, but like. All right. How about J.K. Simmons playing William Frawley? AKA that was weird what, uh, too. I couldn't get Fred over Mertz. that one. The relationship I learned from that was great. Um, that they hated each other. <laughs> but that he him was and Vivian really nice to her. Is that right? A lot of respect for her. Oh, that's cool. Um, I love. That's good to know. But yeah, him and Ethel. Mm. But otherwise, well, it was. I thought it was great for. Um, for not really believing the other people playing him. I mean, even Nicole Kidman, when you saw the face, you're like, I get it, but it was more... It's not really her, yeah. The problem with the movie, John, is that it's because it's Aaron Sorkin and he lo- he's in love with television, he frames it like a documentary. So you have... Act- Did you see it? You have actors playing um, Jess Oppenheimer doing uh-huh. like a doing like a modern documentary. Like if Jess Oppenheimer uh, was alive today and okay. shot like a you. shot like a modern documentary. And it's very I got it's a very weird framework for the for the movie. And it I wait, so you saw it, it's cut fast, right? There's it's not cut cutting. it's not quick cut like that, but it is cut like when they're in the middle of a story, it'll cut to this guy playing Jess Oppenheimer who's been dead what, fifty years now? I don't know when he died. When did Jess Oppenheimer die? Did died? you uh you know what's funny is he has written just about the uh, out of all the books written about I Love Lucy, he's written just about the best one and because he didn't pretend to like know them. Uh, it wasn't all about the uh, the dirt; it was all about how what it took to actually put the show together, which is a lot of work. And uh, he's that was really because he was with her from when she was on radio. He's one of the first people to work oh, yeah, with her on. Yeah, they showed that. Mm-hmm. How about that? Doing my favorite husband, huh? Yes, and then she they wanted to put it on. On TV, she's like, I'll do it, but not that show. And wants her husband. She doesn't want the other guy. She says, I want my real husband to be in it. Yeah. yeah. So what do you rate it? Uh, on a 1 to 10, what do you rate it? 
besides the fact it was free. <laughs> I mean, it gave me some insight that I didn't know, so I would give it an eight. Mario, would you give it? Uh, I didn't finish it. Okay. I mean, I'm going to go in. I've read so many books on the making of I Love Lucy. I, I know that you're, you've been trying to warn me for like a month. It's Aaron Sorkin. This could be crappy. Be careful. I've read all kinds of books on the making of I, I Love Lucy. So if they really are off the mark, I, I'm going to know immediately. No, I think that, I think that, they, <laughs> that they are pretty faithful to, uh, you know, they, they try to make it as, as faithful as possible. And they actually give Desi a lot of credit that he doesn't usually get. Um, Nobody gives it was any all credit. about him. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I haven't. Again, I'm not through with it. So I, I, I want to break away. I'm not a huge Aaron Sorkin guy. I felt like that. Yeah. The way they framed it was like, uh, it, it was like if they did the documentary today, uh, like if he had done yeah. something where it looked like an, a 1980s version of a documentary, mm-hmm. I, it would be less distracting. But it's like if, if Jeff, Jess Oppenheimer was alive today, this is how it would look, and it's framed like that. It shot like he walked into a soundstage yesterday and started telling this story. So it's a little distracting because you're like, well, he's our, he's been dead 30 years or whatever, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. so the documentary wouldn't look like that. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, it was a weird way to frame it. Um, uh, but, uh, it, and it felt like a TV movie. It didn't. You know, the, it, I think that I never watched West Wing, so that's why I don't have like a real big opinion on, I don't have an opinion either way on Aaron Sorkin because I didn't really watch West Wing. People that loved it or people that hated it sort of have a beat on him. I never really watched it, so I don't have sort of an opinion on the way he, he does things usually. I think you'll like it. I'm just curious, you know, you know that. Uh, so maybe it won't be great, but I'll, I'll check it out. I do. I found a theater that's playing it. So I think the I'll first scene with uh, J.K. Simmons will make you laugh. Uh, with, right on. Uh, with, uh, him and Ethel. What happened in the first scene? When they're talking about how they made the kid from the Danny Thomas show uh, sign a loyalty pledge. And then, <laughs> which is, I mean, some of the stuff, you know, I'll give you this, I'll, I'll give you this about Aaron Sorkin. You know, he loves TV. And so he knows a lot about, yeah. so the fact that he's writing about something like this week where she's accused of being a communist is really good yeah. for him to dig around and Cause there's, it gives yeah. them a lot to latch onto. So I will say that. Um, I bet you a lot of people don't know that story. You know, they don't know that that happened. You know, I just think that that, that framing for me was distracting. Just tell the story. You don't need the. Yeah. You don't need to be breaking. But I think again, that's him. He loves TV, and that's what he's trying to do. And so, you know, for better or for worse, um, I thought the performances so far were really good. But yeah, Javier Bardem does not look like. I think he's more distracting, not looking like Desi than Nicole, not looking like. Lucy, because I yeah. feel like yeah, because his is just completely off. But well, because he's a I mean, big all of them though. You just go with the name, but Ethel, that girl, she's great. Yeah, and the fact it's weird that, that they how could you find somebody who looks like Ethel? It's weird that they found somebody who looks like Ethel. J.K. <laughs> Simmons does not look like uh, Fred, but he 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 channels the inner he channels the the grumpiness. He he, he channels that cantankerous energy well, pretty you well. J.K. Simmons, and I'm like, he's kind of cute, but Ethel. <laughs> The real one is not. <laughs> he's got the voice, I guess, and the attitude down, probably. At Farmers, we've seen a thing or two. <laughs> it's amazing how ubiquitous he is. He's everywhere, you know? Every time, he's just like everything you turn on, he's there. Yeah. That's he's, why I laughed when they brought him back as, uh, as uh, you know, J. Jonah Jameson. You, you know who I thought would have been a great Fred Mertz if you dressed him up would have been Louis Black? 
But I don't oh, yeah, that's like I Lewis Black would have been a great Fred yeah, Mertz. Yeah, you're right. Um, pulled that off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he just angry. Just <laughs> if he, uh, he would also be great if they ever do the Oscar Levant story. I think that's the only <laughs> yeah, guy you can get. That's you true. know, that's true. Just uh, gr- grumpy and scowly and just yeah. out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, it was a, it was interesting to see. Uh, it's not a train wreck. Uh, from what I saw, they played it pretty straight. Um, yeah, they give some insight. They they show you how Lucy and Desi met. And, uh, oh, what's that squishing sound? Oh, it's, it's probably me. Every time I, no, no, my, no. Every time I scratch my face or. No, no, no. It was, it was, a uh, uh, Justine had her blanket. She had her Tom Holland no. blanket. <laughs> Don't be nice. <laughs> no, I'm saying it was squishy. It's her Tom Holland blanket. Yeah. Is, did it just come out of the wash? Why is it dripping? Jesus. I, I mean, she was shirtless for a Oh, my bit. God. She <laughs> wow. Look at that. Good Love stuff. That. Good stuff. Yeah. Being the Ricardos. Yeah, I know. Crummy title, too. But uh, we'll see. I'll check it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, what, what is that? Cool. I That's forgot. Cool. You were both watching it. That's cool. Yeah. The, 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 there was a whole slew of you. There was a. I think it started with Saving Private Ryan, then there was Finding Forrester. And, yeah, and, you know, fi- yeah, exactly. Or uh, the Silvermans. Everyone, I, I don't, that's not a great era for movie titles. I always thought that was a crummy way of doing titles. Uh, yeah. You know, the, uh, what am finding I reading? This, being that, you know. Uh, I just read a book, believe it or not, with, with about a, a woman who, uh, dis- I wanted to have like a little palate cleanser and read and really challenge myself. I could not get through. James Elroy's last book, Widespread Panic, John. I really tried to get through it. Oh, and it was massive, right? And it it bored me. I was so bored but because it just like turned monster size. Yeah, and it just turned into like a Hollywood Babylon kind of thing, where the plot yeah. went out the window, and it was just all this stuff. And I was like, great, yeah. you know, all this stuff about old Hollywood. And after a while, it's he's writing alliteratively because he's writing like the, those old magazines. And after mm-hmm. a while, it just got to be exhausting. It was boring, and I was just yeah. like, I'm not getting anything out of this book. Uh, and I usually like James Elroy, but it was not for me. So yeah. I was on the LA County Library the website, and they they recommended this book, and it was called Meeting Luciano. And it's about a it's about a woman who is uh, obsessed with opera, who tries to get uh, a Luciano. Uh, it's kind of like Big Night. Uh, she tries ah. to get Luciano Pavarotti to come to her house and visit, and uh, oh wow! It turns into this story about it's a daughter. You know, the the woman is from Japan and lived there during the war and her and her husband came to America after and did very well for themselves. And she became obsessed with being continental and being seen as continental. So she takes on this other identity. So she falls in love with opera and she's sings opera. And then, uh, she meets has a chance meeting with Luciana Parvati and invites her to her home. And in an effort to, you know, impress him, she undergoes this huge renovation in the house and her daughters come home from college and husbands, the the dad has gone left the family and it's this whole little domestic. It was actually quite a good book. I really enjoyed it, but it was called meeting Luciano. And I was thinking, this is the, this is like the era. Cause it was written in 1999, saving private mm-hmm. Ryan, finding Forrester, being Remember the Ricardo regarding Henry regarding Henry. Henry. Well, that was like a, that was like a, but that was like, I've got to talk to you regarding Henry. 
You know, it's like about about last night. That's not really the same thing because I guess, but it always those titles tended to annoy me when it was all the rage. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah. Uh, I, I'll give regarding. I mean, no, it's not a great what movie. Was the other one, surviving. You know, yes. Hmm. I'm reading a book right now called "Survive the Night." Justine, it is basically the premise is it's the first part of when Harry met Sally, except Harry may or may not be a serial killer. And uh, it's a woman who, who ride shares with this guy home from college, and he may or may not be a serial killer. But the twist is she's obsessed with movies, and she hallucinates scenes from movies. So you never know, she, or neither does she, whether stuff is happening yeah, yeah, yeah. or not. It's really, really good. Wow. Survive That's the great. night. I hope somebody makes a really bad TV movie out of it. <laughs> you know they will. I think they should do the same thing with... Um... What's that movie you guys like? Um, Big Trouble in Little China? <laughs> no. <laughs> that Christmas movie you guys all like. I forgot what it's called. Die Hard. Oh, it's a wonderful life. life. Yeah. Die. Unbelievable. We do that, but in that horror or um, what is it? Twilight Zone. Sense. Oh, by the way, Steve O'Dockerson agrees. Go. Steve O'Dockerson agrees with you that it, it's basically as soon she he's like, watch it again. As soon as she makes the wish. The brother comes by and says, Dad had a stroke. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It all went downhill. It's all because by the way, of guys. speaking of Steve O'Dockerson, he sent me a movie quiz for you guys, and I have not uh, unleashed it on you yet. So I'm going to find it here. A, quiz? a movie That's quiz good. for you. Pop, pop quiz, hot shot. Here we go. So this is going to take the place of our trivia. All right. But we're going to get through the whole quiz. And the person with uh, the most points at the end wins. John, which television star won Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series in 1966 and 1967? Yes, sir. 66 and 67? Yes, sir. It's probably from all the movies you've seen. <laughs> no supporting stuff. If it was lead, that'd be easy. Um... Oh, I don't know. I'll say Bill Daly for I Dream of Genie. <laughs> Don Nuts. Don Nuts. See, I thought he left the show by then. 66 and 67? Oh, I guess he was still with Andy Griffith. I was thinking he might have left by then. Justine. Okay. Who played What's Mr. That? Furley on The Three's Company after Norman Fell and Audra, Liv- Audra Lindley left the show? Who played Mr. Furley on Three's Company after Norman Fell and Audra Lindley, the Ropers, left the show? Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. These nuts? I don't know. You're close. Yeah. Don Nuts. <laughs> Don Nuts. Don Nuts, huh? I was close. I got an idea that the answer to all these questions is going to be Don Nuts. Jake. (laughs) Jake, what was the name of the animal rights activist slash bear enthusiast that was attacked and eaten by bears in Katmai National Park and Preserve in Alaska in 2003 and the subject of Werner Herzog's film Grizzly Man? Don Nuts. 
Timothy <laughs> Timothy Treadwell. Timothy Treadwell. Timothy Treadwell. John, who portrayed the yeah. role of the godlike TV repairman in the 1988 movie Pleasantville? Don Knotts. Don Knotts, correct. <laughs> I see a I see a thread here. Uh, Justine, Morgantown, West Virginia, has a statue of what famous ventriloquist slash deputy sheriff? Don Nuts. <laughs> Don Nuts, correct. Oh or God. donuts? It kind of sounds like you're saying donuts. Uh, donuts, yeah. Jake, what country and Western crooner slash yodeler caused Alien Invaders' brain to explode in the 1996 movie Mars Attacks. Don Knotts. Slim Whitman. Slim Whitman. (laughs) Uh, John, which jazz pianist performed at the the first jazz mass at Grace Cathedral in San Francisco in 1965? Jesus. Jazz pianist? Mm Mm-hmm. In San Francisco. San Francisco. Say the rest of the question again. He performed at the first jazz mass at Grace Cathedral in San Francisco in 1965. I'll say Vince Guaraldi. Correct. Wow. That's John with two. Uh, Justine, who inspired Paul McCartney to restring a right-handed guitar for a left hand? Slim Whitman. Slim Whitman. Never mind, I don't. Uh, When did he ever ever meet Slim Whitman? I don't know, but he inspired Paul McCartney to restring a right-handed guitar for the left hand. God, who would guess that? Even a Beatle fan wouldn't know that. Uh, Well, they don't know much. Uh, What is the name of the West Texas town Marty Robbins sings about in the song El Paso? Jake, what is the name of the West Texas town Marty Robbins sings about in the song El Paso. El Paso. Correct. Jake with one point. John, which General Mills brand was the first national brand to offer a full line of Mexican meals in supermarkets and the first to advertise Mexican cuisine in the U.S.? Hmm. Think of the where, where did he get this question? Think from? of think of what think of the answer to the previous question. I've already forgotten. <laughs> out in the right. West Texas. Out in the oh, West Texas. Uh, it, it, El Paso. <laughs> Old El Paso. Old El Paso. Old El Paso. God, I wouldn't have guessed that in the middle. Justine, what state did Tennessee Ernie Ford die in? What state did Tennessee <laughs> Ernie Ford die in? Tennessee Ernie Ford. He was on the uh, Lucy. He was on I, I Love Lucy. Lucy. You can say, vamp me again, city woman. Mm-hmm. What state what did he die in? What state what did state? he die in? Florida. Virginia. Oh, okay. You were close. Uh, <laughs> Jake, what state has the highest number of Don Knotts statues? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, he's really into Don Nuts, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for the Mr. Limpet question. I don't know. Texas. Uh, West Virginia is the place that has the one. John, what rocker was born Marvin Lee a day 
in Dallas, Texas in 1947, what rocker was born Marvin Lee a These day are all connected in some way. In Dallas, Texas. Hmm. You know, the only, uh, God, uh, the only thing I can think of is Buddy Holly. Meatloaf. 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 Ah, there you go. Justine, minced lamb, peas, carrots, and, and topped with mashed potatoes is a dish commonly known as what? There's a name for that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mince lamb, peas, carrots, topped with mashed potatoes. Dish commonly known as dinner. <laughs> Shepherd's pie. Shepherd's oh, pie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shepherd. Uh, and Jake, last question: Approximately how many teeth did a triceratops uh, tri- have? I can't say triceratops all of a sudden. But how many teeth? How many teeth? Yes. 37. About 800. About 800. Okay. <laughs> There's only one of us that would have known the answer to that, and it was Jake. <laughs> yeah, you're a big Jurassic Park guy, man. That doesn't mean I, that doesn't mean I look up, hey, I wonder how many teeth. Steve-O, thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> by the way, there's a correction to question number one. Apologies. Which television star won the Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series in 1966, 1967? It was a Primetime prime Emmy. Is what it was. Prime time Emmy. But yeah, yeah which, which okay. is which is the Emmy? Yeah. You know what? I I Thanks, would have thought Nodge, but I thought I thought he was already off the uh, show by then. But I guess not. But you won anyway, John. How does it feel? Did I win? Yeah, you won. You that got two what right. two questions right. right. Tell me, how does it feel? <laughs> how does it feel to win the questions? Like a Rolling Stone. John, what is the appeal of a Bob Dylan? You got me. No, I don't know. I dig him. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's unexplainable. How does it feel? I don't know. Something about that nasal tone. Bob Dylan or the Beatles? Well, for me, it would be the Beatles. Okay. Because uh, you, you're a traitor to your country. I understand. Um, I'll tell you, though, uh, he sure as hell influenced them. And... Uh, pretty much changed the way people wrote modern pop music. That's one thing you can give to Dylan. Uh, Post-Dylan, people were like, oh, they don't all have to be love songs anymore. Uh, the Beatles learned that from Dylan. Oh, these don't all have to be, I want to hold your hand, I want to kiss your cheek. It's like, oh, you can write about yourself. That's a whole different way of writing pop music, and you can put that right down to Dylan. Sure. So we blame him for Eleanor Rigby? That's what you're saying? Blame him. Mm, mm-hmm. Then you can credit him. There you go. That's Justine talking. Mm. <laughs> I can never hear the lyrics. But it's fun to think you know the lyrics, right? And you can say whatever you want. Eleanor Rigby picks up the rice in the church where the wedding has been. This honor scene is Pick up Hob the Troll's new uh, new Christmas album on Bandcamp while you're at it. Thank you, Steve-O. We'll be back after this. we got to take a break. We're going to reset the call, and we will be back to talk about Spider-Man. Hey, get yourself home. What? <laughs> and Boba. Mm-hmm.
We are back. What a relaxing break. Did everybody have a nice little break? John, listen to this. Listen. Sure, sure. I met a divorcee in New York City. <laughs> How about that? Cowbell. I need more cowbell. By the way, Justine, I have not drank more water than I... I haven't had drank as much water as I have since you gave me this Yeti mug with our logo on it. I'm drinking all kinds of water now. Mm. You're hydrating. I mean, you could put other things in there. You just have to wash it. No, 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 no. Water. I When someone gives you a mug like this, you know, cold it. water. <laughs> Cold water. No, you wash it, but I just hate putting anything. Cold water is what I want to drink out of that. I like a cup with like I like my water like cold, 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 freezing. Yes, so wait, it only stays at your house downstairs. Well, I mean, I've driven it. I drive with it around. I fill it with water. Drive. Oh, okay, so you do take it out in public. Oh yeah, take yeah, it yeah. out for a spin. Uh huh. No, it goes out. He holds it out the window when people are passing by. He goes, hey, look at this. Look at this, you son of a bitch. Look at this shit. Tune in. Hey, you bastards. Look at this. <laughs> and you still don't have cards ready for them for a superiority complex? No, I'm going to do that. Have you seen the advertising on Facebook? It's called a dot. And it's you just you give it to people and they scan it. And it sends them right to the... It, I don't have Facebook. Yeah, yeah. It's a little Facebook ad I keep saying. <laughs> so you carry one card around and people go, hey, where's your podcast? You just give it to them and they, they scan it and it pops up in there on their phone. A QR code? It's not a QR code. You scan, you like scan, it's, um, you can do a QR code if you want. So you scan it like a QR code. It's kind of like you bump it, like when you bump, uh, when you bump uglies with somebody, oh, unlike Andrew. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That didn't really hold on, though. Not the, a lot of people did that. Well, we're going to do it now, so we're going to hold on. But you can use All the right, QR. Let's bump uglies and you get the. You can. The <laughs> let's bump okay. uglies. That's all you got to do. In a while. Bump uglies. What's it? Knock boots? Yeah, that's right. Knocking boots. Yeah. What's Getting what a, busy. Yeah, we're a little older, so we say things like sh- the beast with two back. Make the be- beast with two backs. Yeah, that's, yeah. We're we're a little older. We we say Shakespeare used to say yeah, making we, the beast with two yeah, backs. We, yeah. we, we go back to the Elizabethan era. <laughs> We've got Eel. a snuff box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna mm-hmm. call our band Snuff Box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty good name that right is there. a good name and now put your hands together for decca recording artists snuff box yes by the way this week no digital movie club because we're missing uh patrick what what uh and uh, not everybody got a chance to finish the movie because it was yeah, that no chance to finish it because it was and three it was hours long, long and we only had two weeks to do it so it was a three and a half hour movie no lie three and yeah. a half hours but a great, but a great three and a half hours. You betcha. Yeah. So, are we I'm reviewing have... two movies next week? Then, no, we'll just push everything back one week. Okay. Uh, we are going to do just so you guys know ahead of time. Programming note for Groundhog Day for, for that week. We're going to be watching Groundhog Day because we're coming up on that. Great. We're going to skip ahead. Can't wait. I just thought it would be appropriate. Great. Who doesn't? So that Wednesday, I guess that'll be that Wednesday, right? It'll be uh Yeah, the Wednesday of that. Fall, it'll of that. fall on Groundhog's Day, won't it? I don't know. Is the second a Wednesday? Let's see. A Groundhog Day is the second? Yes. And uh Let me check my calendar here. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It looks like that's gonna be Groundhog Day. Wow, it is Groundhog Day. So good timing. Good timing. That was hundred percent planned, I'm sure. Uh, I got a great calendar called uh, National Park Monsters. My wife got it for me. It looks like those 50s calendars, John, like the 50s 
and everything's watercolored. All these watercolors yeah. are different national parks, but there's like uh, UFOs mixed in and like Bigfoot and uh, kaiju wow. running around on all of them. That's yeah, it's cool. really, really cool. Um, That's right up your alley. What was your favorite Christmas gift you got, Justine? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably this blanket. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Tom Holland. Jake, what'd you get? It was the most um, unexpected gift. It made me laugh when I saw it out. I just burst I out laughing. I laughing. It was so funny. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. Um, I want to say the, I mean, not receiving, but the best thing I gave was probably these cups because I was so excited <laughs> for them. Yeah, I was going to say and that. It was nice because I don't, I don't have a gift for, I didn't have a gift for Patrick anyways. So it was the only surprise I had for him. That was a, uh, he didn't buy Patrick any gifts for Christmas because you guys are dating. We don't give each other, he didn't yeah. give me anything either. So. What? The fuck? How I mean, it? he bought me something last month and said it was for Christmas, but I mean, what, what does that oh, mean? See, well, he, buy yeah. it anyways. After, okay, that's when you know a couple's really close. When it's like we don't have to give each other gifts on Christmas. We we've been doing, you know, we've been together how long? We don't have to do that. I don't know. My wife and I have been married a long time. We still give each other gifts. We enjoy it. We enjoy the pleasure right? of. And this was like a gift for you guys. It just uh, uh, no. Trust me, I loved it, Justine. It was just nice yeah. that I included Patrick in that. I decided not to tell him. So what the nice thing is that you both stood in line for a, an X or, or for a PlayStation the week before. You put a lot of effort into that, but yet you can't buy each other gifts. So yeah, I kind of like that. That's, that's where you're. My gift, right? I waited in line. Yeah. How's Patrick doing with that time? Is my he... gift was my feet freezing and realizing. Your gift is your song, out. is what it is. Yeah. I hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind. Because the greatest gift of all. How's Patrick doing with his PS5? Is he loving it? Um, yeah. All right. I didn't <clears throat> give me one of those. I'll tell you what, Jake. I'll tell you what, man. I got that Xbox Series S that I bought off a friend of the show, Dan Cooley. And uh, mm -hmm. I got the Game Pass. It, I mean, it, I haven't stopped playing it for like a week. It's great. Good shit. Great. Oh man, and then you get the PC games on there too with Game Pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Now I just need a PC that can run that it. That is tempting. But I've never had a PS5 and also has Ghost of Tsushima. So Yeah, I know. See, so, yeah, I'm waiting for that PS5, but I who knows, it might be till 2023 before we can get one. And at that point, I'm just gonna buy the new Switch console. That's coming out. Or the new Nintendo console. That's coming it out. It should be around by then, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. We all saw... Oh, did you want to talk about Book of Boba Fett, Justine? No. We can if you want to talk about it. I watched I watched episode one. Did you? Yes. Did you watch episode one, Jake? I forgot that that was airing, so no. John, you, you have yeah, Disney Plus now, so you're obviously... Uh, yeah, I could have, but I didn't. Uh, but it, there's on they're on episode number two now, right? Mm -hmm. And you, you still haven't Just caught up on... Just keep it all up and don't watch it. You still haven't, you still haven't caught up on The Mandalorian? Yeah, I'm going to just dive right into Boba Fett. I'm not going to wait until I've watched 20 episodes mm -hmm. of The Mandalorian. I'm not even sure it's necessary, right, to start watching. Uh, you just kind of see how he they reintroduce the character. But, like yeah. There, yeah. but what did you think of the pilot, Justine? Did you did you like it? Did you what, – what were your thoughts? Um, 
I think Mandalorian's cooler. <laughs> yeah. I, I think because there's too much backstory to this. Um, and I, I don't know. The Mandalorian just seemed cooler than this. And I was excited for this one, but I guess. Well, not. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The first episode has some issues. I think the problem is Boba Fett was better when he was mysterious and just like in small dose. And now the problem is you have to have a lead show. You have, you have to have him, you know, he's the star of a show on Disney. So you can't have him just be a bad guy, right? So they're trying to kind of make him this guy who's got honor. He's kind of honorable. But, I mean, I'm okay with him being a bad guy. Like That's what I mean. Leave him, leave him. But I think once you start taking the mask off, it's like, uh, you know, it's like we, you know, even though we. Not the way, so I don't understand. Even though we know what he looks like. Even though we know, yeah, we saw the prequels. You know what? Yeah, yeah, you know what he looks like. I just don't understand how you go into the Sarlacc pit and come out fifty pounds heavier. I don't get that at all. To no, me, hey, did they? I heard they were going to explain how he survived the Sarlacc pit. That was like in the first five minutes of the okay. of the. Uh, and it was. It's what we. It's what we all said as kids. It's it's what we all said as kids. What they just rolled out of it? Or yeah, something? he's not really dead. He just you know, you know, uses yeah. weapons to fly out. I mean, not quite, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. that's pretty much what. I don't know. I think I think you're probably onto something there. It's like the more you find out about Darth Vader, you know, find out what he's like when he's little, and you know, mm-hmm. take the mask off and blah blah blah. And it's never as cool as when he just got the helmet on, and you don't know what the hell's going exactly. on under the helmet. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It made me want to watch Mandalorian again just to cleanse that. <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes. Um, the, some of the scenes were really cool. The, it was weird that it was directed by Robert Rodriguez because the fight scene with the shield looked really terrible. Um, oh, wow. The, the When they all had those. John, shoes. I would suggest watch Mandalorian and then by First. the time you're ready for Boba Fett, okay. you'll have more to watch and not, you don't have to wait. Okay. So Justine was not impressed with the first part. I, I was okay with it. Uh, Brent from the Home Video Hustle was like, you know, they really didn't give us a reason to, to watch episode two. There was nothing at the end where you go, oh, my God, wow. I have to see what happens. But then I said, well, they know that we're just all idiots for Star Wars and we'll just watch. It anyways. Yeah, we'll watch, we'll watch whatever. They, they is the yeah. problem that the, the first episode had to be all set up? Was that the problem? Maybe. Like ex- explaining not, where, where he's been. What he, but I'm going to wait till we get to that point. No, because the Mandalorian kind of explains where he is and how he's back in action. And now. Okay, so it didn't feel like it was just a rehash of backstory. Boba Fett was more about him establishing himself as the as taking Jabba's place on Tatooine. Which is also weird, because yeah. like you didn't get any indication that he was like Jabba's right hand man or anything, you know. Is this the uh, what, what's the sidekick like? Is she any good? Oh yeah, yeah, Ming Na, sure, she's good. Is her is it her idea that he uh, takes Jabba's place? No, or? it's it's all him. Hmm. Okay, well, we'll find out. We'll find out. Maybe I will just go back and uh, knock out the Mandalorian. First. Watch it; it's great. And they're short episodes, so you'll go through it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I'll do that. And then I, I guess the next thing up is going to be the young, Ob- the young yes. Obi-Wan. 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 Can't go wrong with that. Obi-Wan. And that'll be stuff that happened uh, between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. I really I really want him to just say hello there. First line of the movie. First line. That's what I want. And I'll be happy. He's going to say, I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. <laughs> what more could a what more could a girl want? They all say that. He's, he's gonna say, "I don't remember 
mentoring a young Padawan. Hello there. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Some, somehow we always become Jackie Gleason. Ooh, that's good coffee. Ooh, that is good coffee. Uh, I don't uh, remember owning a droid. <laughs> oh, so. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Uh. <laughs> I have not gone by the name of Obi-Wan since long before you, you were born. Show me your lightsaber. Yes. Whoa. Uh, hey. uh, I guess see, there's new temptations. I would not be into Star Wars if I didn't fall in love with him. Some people that. ride single I, file. Now, I know this is a silly question, but you fell in love with young Obi-Wan or old Obi-Wan? Ewan McGregor. Okay. You and yeah. Were you like, hey, it's Ram. that guy? From- <laughs> well, because then he did Moulin Rouge, so I had to watch that. Uh huh. And you probably saw Train Spotting too, right? Yep. <laughs> Choose life. I, I, it should be him. Like, <laughs> what's that? Then he did like some other things, and I was like, what is happening here? Let's put this guy. Hey, less is better. Let's just not have as much of you. Ah, uh, he has done a lot of movies. Yeah, he, he did some really movie. odd ones. Then too. he did. He God, did. What was that yes. one? Down with yeah, love. It was like a, yeah, exactly. That was a parody of the Doris Day. I knew you were going to think of that, John. I knew yeah. that you, Tony Randall is well, in was that. It? Um, and then somebody was playing Tony Randall in that. Was that like? Uh, I f- yeah, I, f- I forgot who played the David Tony. Hyde, was it David Hyde Pierce? I believe maybe? so. I believe so. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then you had the actual Tony Randall in there for about three lines. Is that right? Yep, he was in okay. there for half a second. It uh, is weird when he turns up in other things, things that aren't uh, the odd couple. <laughs> you realize, oh, yeah, he's not always Felix. The Seven r- Faces of Dr. Lowe. Whoa, yeah, that's a crazy movie. Jesus. Yeah. Probably his favorite. Mm-hmm. Probably his favorite. He gets to play seven different characters. All right, let's talk about it. Guys, Justine finally saw it. John finally saw it. We saw. It. We all saw Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Hey, Come On Home. What is it called? Hey, Come On Home. Spider-Man No Way Home. Justine? Come inside, right? What? Whoa. 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 Oh. home. Uh-huh. And by home you mean? Yeah. As homemaker. <laughs> homemaker. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Oh, holy smokes. Spider-Man. Mm. So you would want to date the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man that has the, the web shooters that come out of him, is what you're saying. <laughs> there you That's go. funny. Hey, uh, they're like, wait, how is that? <laughs> hey, how we doing? Hey, Tom Holland. You just squirt him out. He's too. Um, it would be too dry, right? There'd be nothing. Whoa! Whoa. Yeah. Hey, ho! Hey, <laughs> how you doing? Uh, Justine, we, we. I mean, you were the one we were all waiting for. What did you think, Spider-Man: No Way Home? There will be spoilers, everyone. So this oh, is yeah. this is the last danger. We, we waited until the end of the show to do it. So this yeah, is the spoiler. end of the show. If you have not uh, seen Spider Man, the uh, there there be spoilers here from here on. Warning! Out. Warning! Warning! All right, we've no. given you enough time, Justine. Spoiler. How juicy did Tom Hardy look? Not Tom Hardy. Tom Holland. Look. <laughs> oh, well, I guess you could say Tom Hardy. <laughs> he was in it too. He was in it too. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a spoiler and a half. Yeah. Justine, yeah. what did you think? Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, Benedict is so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, Doctor Strange. He's mm-hmm. so cool. <laughs> <sighs> Can't I wait just, for the next one, huh? I am so excited for him. So yeah. excited. I always liked his movies, so 
just getting more of into that world. I'm excited. Mm. Um, otherwise, I was okay with Tom Holland. That like doesn't sound like a rousing. Uh... <laughs> You're bringing yeah, it down, Justine. Kid, right? When he's doing the spell and he's just being this annoying little kid, you're like, shut up. <laughs> like, is, I don't is know. the bloom off the rose? Yeah. That's um, the point. I like that there was um, Tagalog in it and there's Filipinos, but as far yeah. as anything else. How'd you like him interacting with the other Spider Man men? That's all right. You weren't okay. blown away by that. I, well, I found out that um, after I watched the film, I watched this thing on YouTube that gave a rundown on all the Spider-Man movies. I have not seen the third one of Tobey Maguire's, the first one of Andrew Garfield. Ah. Um, because I didn't hmm. see those, I was a little like I didn't okay. get that background. But mm. so you had you hadn't seen Sandman or Lizard before. No, it was like oh, these are just throwaway characters. And then what was the uh, what was the villain in that first Andrew Garfield Spider Man? You had the lizard. Seen, um, Kurt the lizard. Connors, the lizard, the li- the yeah. lizard, lizard. So uh, you're like, who are these guys? You're going, who are these guys? I just thought they were throwaway characters, like they're just random, random added. Whoa! But you did get the significance of him catching MJ. I thought that was wonderful. Where that was all, the are only thing okay? I cried. Aha! Aha! <laughs> She's all, are you okay? <laughs> as soon God. as he caught her, my eyes, like, I was bawling, and then he started making the sad face, and then I started to bawl more. Uh, and then he made some funny joke that I can't even remember it because I was still crying and my eyes were watery, and everyone in the theater well. laughed. <laughs> everyone laughed, and I was like, I'm not over this, guys. Uh, moving on. <laughs> we moved on way too fast from that scene. So. I just thought that was great that she's asking him how he is. You know, he just can't. Yeah, he <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, are you okay? <laughs> that was just a great moment. Man, they, they really, I was okay. like I was telling John, and we kind of mentioned in our review, what elevated this movie was they did not need to pay off those characters at all. They could have just been like, hey, here we go. Here you go, fanboys. Here's your cameos from the other two Spider-Men. And no, yeah. they give everybody a moment. They give, you know, yeah. Peter Parker resolves his, you know, he gets his relationship back with Doc Ock, who was a mentor to him. And Andrew yeah. Garfield, while he doesn't get uh, he doesn't get Gwen Stacy back, he at least gets that chance at redemption, and that really yeah. Yeah. that really brought some emotion to it, and it really made it you know uh, they really made the finale that much better, I think by by doing that by feeding into that. I couldn't have been so easy. Hard when he was like, I thought you were black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the way you're uh, helping people and all that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great that um, that couldn't have been easy to write the three yeah, sorry, spider, the three Peter Parkers talking to each other that couldn't have been easy to make that feel natural <laughs> and they're the only ones that know what they're going through it's yeah. like hey you know I know what you're going through man you know uh, but yeah they and also like, hey. they, they also add to Peter the, Tom Holland's character you know he he's able to learn from their mistakes and they're able to kind right. of impart that wisdom to him because they're older Spider-Men now you know which is kind of cool too it, it just felt like we already saw this in Miles Morales's movie mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if yeah. this happened first it would have been way more amazing but it wasn't it was kind of like a replay of like oh 
a little bit, a little bit, yeah. But you know, not the, in a bad way. Not but. in a bad way. Not but in a bad way. It's just it wasn't as exciting because you already you've seen it before. I, I like a couple of years ago, that's something you would not have expected that they could have worked the actual actors in. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive that yeah. they were actually able to figure out a way to do it and do it well. And like Mario said, it would have been enough for them to just come in, tip their hat and be off and a uh, wink at the audience. But to actually make them a crucial part of the plot, I thought was pretty sharp. Yes. And give, and again, you know, and also, you know, give them their, their moments, give them their big moments. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you like all the villains that came back, Justine, or did you feel like, like I mean, obviously they couldn't focus on all of them, but uh, I felt like so everyone many. got at least a little something. So I only knew the Green Goblin, Octopussy, and <laughs> um, Octopussy and what? Octopussy and what? And who, and, was, um, who was the third? And Jimmy Fox. Those are the only three people I knew as a villain. Electro, yeah. Okay. Everyone else, I didn't know who they were, so I didn't care. Um, fair. I never fair. saw that. I never watched the Venom film. But no, Venom. There was no. no there were no villains no. from the Venom movies. Yeah. Venom's in the third one. <clears throat> uh, oh, yep, that's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Tom Hardy at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> He's in that third one and I didn't see it. I know I didn't watch it for a reason. I just didn't that. was Toe for Grace, so they didn't bring back that. Everyone uh, that. had bad reviews about it, so I never watched it. Mm. Uh, well, they did bring back Sandman. Uh, I mean, that's the one that had Sandman and then they brought back Green Goblin. That was tough. You know, that it's like confused. we've been That scene What's confused that? me, but I guess it confused me because I didn't understand what, who he was. So he's like, hey, remember me? I'm like, oh, cool. It's just a good guy. I thought he was like that metal guy from um, the Deadpool movies. Mm. Oh, Colossus. So I figured, oh, it's just some random guy that's going to help him. And then he's like, no, I'm just going to, I'm here for myself. I was like, cool. I don't, are you a bad guy or a good guy? I couldn't tell. So. Hey, you talk about uh, the uh, Green Goblin, that guy. The Sand guy. Oh, Sandman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Flint. uh, Yeah. I mean, he was right. never a bad guy in the original, though. But I didn't see that, so yeah, com- yeah, yeah that that would be confusing. His whole yeah. thing was he wanted to get back to his daughter. His whole motivation was get money so he can get his daughter back, and yeah. so yeah, he's one of these guys that could be probably the easiest to flip back to being a good guy. Well, Doc Ock but was pretty easy. Um, he had magic and did the circle thing. I was like. Oh, that's a cool way of bringing them in. Yeah. Yeah. Portals. He's like, I told you. My um, grandma, I, I showed, magic. I sent John a, a meme and it's just Peter Parker asking Dr. Strange, can you make, can you just make everyone forget Mysterio, including everything he ever said? And then mm-hmm. the next thing you see is the credits. <laughs> It's true because that would have been that would have, that that's would, all they would have needed to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just just you'd think that Dr. Strange would think of that. Why yeah, don't we just make everyone forget that guy? <laughs> yeah. Why don't we make everyone yeah, forget? Because what, what yeah, what did he do? He didn't do anything important or Yeah. Yeah. Take him out you before he up. Huh? At the end I was so mad at Peter Parker. Why? At the end? Because she said promise me. And he was like, "I'll just do it a little bit later. I found them, but I'll just chill." Yeah, but he can't. Co- he can't come on like a like a stalker. He can't come on strong. Yeah, it's like you I would be her pissed for the first if time I was again. like, "Hey, promise me you'll find me." And he's like, "You know what? You'd be better off." She did say. Me. She did say, "Peter, you promise me you'll find me no matter what occurs." She did say that, 
And then and he's like, no, but, I'll protect you. No, he has to, you, you have to play it cool. You can't just go in there. She's trust me. She's a server in New York city. She, she's used to dealing with weirdos. That approach is not going to, the strong approach is not going like to work. Some guy off the street coming in and be like, Hey baby, how's it going? We dated in a past life or we dated before, mm-hmm. but yeah, your memory's wiped. Yeah. How's that going to go who down? Fucks, who the fuck's this guy? I'm that surprised was the- she didn't say anything because I was waiting for her to be like, mention this and this. I'm like, Somebody okay. noticed. Somebody noticed that she is wearing, still wearing the necklace that yeah. he. Yeah. But here's the thing: How do you wake up in the Statue of Liberty in Captain America Captain America's Shield at That's the Statue of Liberty, and not real, not under figure, not wonder how you got there? Yeah. And I guess make the, the other conclusion thing that you said. must be dating Spider Man. Yeah, that's right. The only way. Um, one thing he could have said is like everyone's been through that finger snap moment. So maybe the only way he could explain it to her is like it's like that finger snap. We had something going before this big. But you know, it's tough. I almost think it was better. It shows you how much he's matured. It's like I want this thing, but I can't put her in danger again. Yes. It almost shows you that now he's an adult because the old Peter would have just gone, fuck it. Hey, I knew you. And we were like really tight. It's like, nope, he's like an adult now. <laughs> yeah. It means yeah. it's more important that he doesn't drag her back into danger. You that's know? right. Well, that's why I said that's so annoying because she didn't, it would drive me crazy. But she, she'll never know. She'll never know. <laughs> that's the that's thing. She'll never know. Such an ass move though. Such an ass move. No, no it's, it's the ultimate sacrifice. Move. Well, yeah, it's an unselfish move. What an asshole. Just what, what, asshole. If, uh, what if he pulls her back in and like the next week she gets clobbered by some supervillain? Justine, saving this, her life. She knew what know? she was signing up for. Justine, this is exactly the opposite argument. So at one point you're arguing for this to happen in it's in Spider-Man, but you're against it and it's a wonderful life. Like what? Yeah. You, see, it's just yeah, because it's, that? yeah. Try- yeah. See, yeah, when it's Tom that? Holland, then it's different. <laughs> when it's Tom Holland, then it's okay. But when it's, when it's Jimmy Stewart, you, 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 you just don't give a shit. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to collect uh, a, <laughs> Hmm? I'm going to make a collection. I'm going to make a collection of uh, Justine's take on modern movies. All the contradictory. It, 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 flips, it just flips the script. Yeah, all of a sudden completely. she's. <laughs> At the end of the movie, I was like, what a jerk. And no. I turned to Patrick and I'm like, aren't you mad at him? He didn't keep his promise. I just think it's a jerk thing to do. She's wow. Just be there for him. And he, he didn't say he was going to do it the first time. He has to figure out a way to do it. The only reason why I think. It will happen, and he will connect with her because he was still drinking that coffee. So you you think like maybe times pass, and he's still going to that place. So I Justine, I think I, Justine, I think what he's thinking is I don't have to do it the first time I see her. Yeah, maybe it'll take a week, maybe it'll take a year, but I have to slowly do it. I can't come in and blurt, "Hey, we 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 were together in this other universe." He's got to find a way to slowly. Uh, bring her back in and just maybe have her fall in love with him all over again. Another know? one I saw was like, he saw I'm Peter Parker. And then there's like a thought bubble and she's like, Oh my God, this is a guy that's in all the nudes on my phone. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's another one. That's another reason mm-hmm. they've got to have pictures of them together. Right. You know, if yeah. this was, if this was you, Think about what you would do if this was like, if you really had to do this, you'd have to just find another way to reestablish the relationship. There's no way she's ever going to believe that, you know, uh, that her consciousness has been altered and this is a different reality. You're just going to have to find a way. Oh my God. What classes? Yeah, because she doesn't remember. We have the same interests. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. See, just like that. Just like that. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, he could be like the remember anything that happened. He could be like the greatest stalker in the history of stalkers because he knows yeah. everything about her already. You know what it's like? It's like uh, it's like uh, Groundhog it's Day. Yeah. So let like it happen. Day, he gets all the information. He's all okay. You like this kind of ice cream? You went to the school. Remember, Bill Murray's armed with all this information because <laughs> so he, he knows everything he's got to say. You know, to uh, get on her good side. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or he could just make a wish on a rock and throw it through a broken window. I don't know. He could just. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I That's wish, better. I wish that MJ would never leave New York and would only stay with me. The hypocrisy. Throw that rock through the window. The hypocrisy of a Justine I hope Normandy. Never finds love ever again. Yeah, see, there you, you do hope that. What if she ends up being with Ned? I mean, I thought that's where it was going. And I was see, like, um, oh, shit. That's the end So the whole that. audience will go, oh, no. Mario's like, as soon as they show you, like, oh, she's waving at him. It's over. Yeah. Hey, oh, that one, he would not break up because mm-hmm. if they were happy and in love, yep. he would never do that to his friend. Yep. That, Cause yep. that's Peter Parker, man. He didn't play it that way. So that's Spider-Man. Oh, the hypocrisy. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm hearing is the words of a hypocrite. John, what did you think, man? I loved it. I loved it. It was uh, it was a hell of a lot of fun. You know, there's a lot going on. Usually, it's just deadly to have that many characters colliding, exactly. but somehow it works. My, I thought they did a great job juggling all the all the storylines. My kid know? made and a I, great observation. Uh, she's like, I said, usually th- that many villains doesn't work. She said, Yeah, you know, because once they got them all together, they stayed together. They didn't. You, have, you didn't have to follow. 10 she's like i have a short attention span and you know having yeah. to follow 10 plot lines like that would have been a disaster she goes they kept them all together you know well, they're they, all in the same room they're basically. all yeah, yeah. They're literally yeah. the same room for most like yeah for a good chunk of the movie yeah and that but that's a smart way to do it because you're not trying to gather all these threads you know and for people that i felt for people that have stuck with the character no matter who's playing him this is a nice little you know nice little way to tie it all together and uh a great way to show you that no matter what, you know, what reality Peter Parker's in, they pretty much are coming from the same place. They want to do good. I love that line at the end where he goes, well, you don't have to say it. It's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's what the three of us do. We kind of are trying to do the right thing no matter what alternate universe we're coming from, you know. You know, and it's funny, the interplay between all three of the of the Peter Parkers because, you know, yeah. Peter Parker is always kind of a loner. And he's a loner because of who he is and what – you know, uh, you know, by, by the very fact that he's Spider-Man, no one understands that. And he here he Except is finally, <laughs> yeah, here he finally is with people who understand him. And there's that line where he's like, I always wanted brothers. Uh, yeah. When he says, I always wanted brothers. That's such a great, uh, that's such a great line. Go ahead, Justine, you have a question. Yeah, so in Spider-Man, is it a different universe that there is a Gwen Stacy? No. Or is it in the same? It's in the same continuity. So, are they setting up for a Gwen Stacy then without killing MJ? Have we seen a Gwen Stacy in this, uh, yeah. in no. this Spider-Man? In this universe, no. So maybe she's out there walking around. She's well, no, the other two. because we didn't see a Doc Ock or a Green well, Goblin either. College. Isn't she a college one for him? She was, uh, she was before MJ. So she was like his high school sweetheart. I believe. Is that right, John? John, you've muted yourself. Everybody's muted. Hello? There we go. Mm. We're back. Doctor Strange or some other big story, but I think I was wondering if it was leading to that. 
No, I don't think you know. Gonna, you got a point. They can do anything they want now. They could introduce Gwen Stacy into this timeline. Yeah, I think. Mm. Well, yeah, I don't know because they're all different. But I think in the comics, it was high school girlfriend, right, John? Gwen Stacy was before right. MJ. I mean, um, I'm sure the nerds can help us out on this, but I mean, there was somebody that worked at the Bugle named Betty Brandt, I think. Yeah. And then Gwen Stacy was like a high school crush, and then I think MJ was like a neighbor, and I think she might have been the third one he met. But uh, damn Spider-Man! Gwen's first appearance in the Amazing Spider-Man, he meets Gwen while they study as undergrads at ESU initially. Oh, oh, a college! I'm wrong, then. She, and they she all came... just went to college. Okay. Yeah. That, how about that? So she's a college girlfriend, not a high school girlfriend. Yeah. Like uh, I how said. about MJ? Can you look up when MJ came along? I didn't say college. Uh, oh, when did? What, who? Um, MJ meet Spider-Man comics. Uh, uh, Parker consistently worms his way out of meeting Mary Jane, who's a brief appearance. What? No. Mary Jane... Nope. When yes, Mary Jane. No, Mary it's Jane weird they don't just give you like when an issue does number. Peter Parker meet appearing is a fictional Mary character. Sandy made her first appearance in 25. Uh, when does Peter Parker meet Mary Jane? Uh, Mary Jane's was. was hmm, I've forgotten. So you okay? So you said Gwen was like an un, they were undergrads. So that is that's still high school, right? Yeah. Okay, I thought you said grad school. No, undergrad, undergrad. means they're in college. Undergrad is you're in college. Yeah, you're. Yeah. Until oh. you go get your grad, like until you finish college. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think in the first Spider-Man movie, they met at the Daily at the Boogle. When he met Mary Jane in the Amazing Spider-Man number forty-two, Gwen Stacy died. In this Amazing Spider-Man number one twenty-one. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I don't know. You know, I would just remember people sort of like um, when they both turned up in that third Spider-Man. They're going, oh, they got the timeline all off, and it's like, well, you know, people were already complaining that they kind of had the girlfriend timeline off. It's like, what do you want to do? You got to pick one. You know, <laughs> this is the MCU. It's a different universe, so yeah, they all can suck. That's right. <laughs> In this universe, you can all suck it. Yeah. Um, hell, they can do anything they want. Now that he's wiped everyone's, you know, he's starting fresh. He lives in a crummy little apartment. He mm-hmm. doesn't have to worry about anybody. In one way, it's like there's nobody he has to worry about hurting anymore. He doesn't have to worry about Aunt May. doesn't have to worry about his girlfriend, his best friend. He's completely on his own now. He can bang and, whoever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one way of looking <laughs> at it. See? And MJ was like, no, you gotta find me, because I know how many people want to bang you, so... Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Keeping I... him all to herself. Oh, outside. so it's it's so it's all about it. so it's all about keeping him from going away, in a way. <laughs> with uh, Mary J... with MJ. <laughs> it's all about keeping him for herself. And, and then her mm. necklace turned into a rock. And you're okay with that. <laughs> you're okay with that. Okay. I see how I see. A- can, you, can you swing me to an abandoned building before I see. we lose I memory? see. I get the picture. What if uh, Mary Jane becomes a uh, librarian? No, she's not M- she's MJ, not Mary Jane. I see. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
All right. Why are you mad? And, that's and they, that's the they make that distinction. I know. I know. Why are so, you mad about maybe MJ? Maybe MJ. Well, because I figured she is Mary Jane. She's not. <laughs> she's not Mary. Face Jane. it, Tiger. She's Mary Jane. No, there's already a Mary Jane, and it's <laughs> she's with Tobey Maguire. I see. All right. Well, maybe she'll still become a librarian. And wear like an old man's hat, like a fedora. Oh my fedora. god, when he, they said he looked like a cool youth pastor, I lost my <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. That is the best description of what yeah. I just saw. On, That's on the, the best yeah. description of Tobey Maguire. Yes. Mm. Hey, and Tobey Maguire looks good for his age. For like... I thought so, yeah. Yeah. yeah he looks fine. He looks <laughs> fine. Oh my god. Why do you hate Tobey Maguire so much? I don't understand. <laughs> He was the first good Spider-Man. You got to give him credit for that. He was no Nicholas. Well, for Hammond. me, he was the only Spider-Man. I didn't know about the other ones. Mm. Uh, Mario and I grew up with a guy named Nicholas Hammond, and it looked like a guy in a in a Halloween costume. Yeah. Instead of web, instead of webs, it looked like ropes. <laughs> Basically, he catches a crook. It looks like they're you know, it's like ropes, not webs. Yeah. Oh my god. It looks like yeah, a, yeah like awful. like netting. That's awful. Uh. Justine, who was your favorite of the villains? I was kind of digging Octopussy's glasses, like sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that whole switch, and he still just wasn't a bad guy? Because, I mean, what he yeah. wanted still seemed like a bad guy thing, but yeah. it was it was a sweet, it was sweet. It was a sweet little... Peter, my boy. Peter, my yeah. boy. That was great. That yeah, because you think, oh my God, they're all going bad again, and he's all, nope, I'm, I'm here to help you. Yeah, <laughs> it was good to have Doc Ock. I that- like that once that switch happened, he was like, I'm on board, guys. It worked. Let's get you all a part of it, and he was on his side the whole time. Like he became Spider-Man's sidekick after that. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I love, uh, I love that Doctor Strange finally comes back and goes, "Son of a gun, he did it." <laughs> He's like, I I can't believe he did it, you know? Well, and then even in the first one, like, or in the first one, um, when they're fighting, you're like, shit, Octopussy's going to beat his ass. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no way out of that. Like, Yeah, 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 for sure. He seemed like a huge threat, and then it was clear that, yeah, he had to heal him first, and then when he did it, yeah. it was just Yeah, great. and again, Stark Tech bailed him out, which is why I love that they're making him start from scratch alone no stark tech he gets out of the shadow of tony stark and he just yeah now he's gonna yes. be spider-man that's a good that's a good point that really now it really is just him and whatever he comes up with costume wise and and as far as living his life you're right now that was kind of the thing tony's not around he really has to make it work on his own he has to grow up however he's gonna do it yeah it's his own wits he's gonna have to live by his wits now yeah but, which is um, the way well yeah. he's oh though like Great actor, I still thought. Willem Dafoe fucking knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know if he was the first one to sign back on? Because if he didn't do it, it wouldn't have that much. Right, right. You're you know, right. I think they both, I think him and Alfred Molina both said, hey, this is a good chance to go back and revisit those characters. This is a if really good. If they didn't good... do it, though, it wouldn't have been great. Uh, you I know, think they would have been in trouble if, yeah. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Plus, he's still totally believable as a psycho. How mm. he's putting, you know, when he's oh sitting God. down with May, you know, he's all, I don't know what I'm doing, you know. <laughs> and he just, when the lizard spoke, I was like, whoa. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, you don't remember oh, the... Oh, you hadn't seen him before, yeah. No, I You're thought like... he was going to be like the guy in um, Suicide Squad that was also a... Like, oh, an that... Guy, but he doesn't that, talk. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Oh, the shark? It was amazing. Sharknado? What was that guy's name? Sharknado? Sharknado. No, the, shark, the first movie. The first one. Oh, right. What is that guy's name? Um... He's an alligator. Oh, um, Killer Croc. Killer Croc. Yeah, yeah you're right. That was the Killer like, Croc. Oh, they, they both look like alligators, yeah. Yeah, Rolo Tomasi. Um, what, was the, what was that villain's name? Lizard Man? The Lizard. Kill, uh, Killer the Croc. Lizard Man. Oh, in, in Marvel, it's the Lizard. In uh, Batman, it's Killer Croc. What I love in the comics is even when he's the lizard, most of the time he's still walking around. He's a lizard. And he's still wearing a lab. He, a lab coat. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And I love the look of it. You know, he's still got a lab coat and torn jeans. And then once in a while, he'll just burst out of the clothes and go, no, fuck it. I'm a lizard. You know? <laughs> a big lizard. It's, kind of like, it's like Werewolf of London. It's like, I'm an animal. But first, my scarf and my coat. And my <laughs> or man bat. I'm, I'm still going to wear pants. <laughs> I'm still going to work first, uh, scientist second. And then he's like, yeah, like, what's he going to say? I'm not uncivilized. I'm not an animal, <laughs> but I'm not an <laughs> Man bat. Um, oh, geez, they haven't done man bat. DC's probably like, let's not open that can of worms. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the reverse of man that. bat. God, nobody's done man bat. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get because there's a Batman. See, this is the logic. This is the logic that comic books go to. It's like, yes, yeah. we have we have we have comic book about Batman. We need something new. Uh, man, yeah. Bat. Animal DNA. Animal. I, I you just, know that they were out of ideas. You just know it's like been for thirty years. I'm like, mm, I oh, just I got when, it. How about it's when they let the other artists have a try at it? I just right. I just rewatched. Uh, uh, Amazing Spider-Man because Andrew Garfield was so good, and I was like, man, if he was this good in his own movies, he'd still be Spider-Man. I still think he, he's and, not the problem in those movies. Yeah, he so wasn't they, the problem. No, he he is a big problem. His performance is, yeah. is his performance is a little. He's just a little weird. He doesn't make eye contact with anybody. He's huh. it's, it's, it's always he's awkward teenager. I don't know. It's How just, come there's only two movies? Is there a reason for that? Because yeah, it flopped. The, the second one yeah, flopped. The second one flopped. Hard. So Mar- Marvel it hard and, and then they, Marvel they got it well, back. We gotta, they said we'll have to get a whole guy? new. No, it just didn't make any money, and so they said, "Well, it's it's Garfield's problem. Let's get another Spider-Man." So, but man, he was that's he, it. Would, they were, he was so good in this. I will say this in Jake's defense. Uh, Emma Stone is great as Gwen Stacy. She really is. She's really good. Yeah. Yes. She's so good. She's good in a part that could have been forgettable. And mm-hmm. she only, you know, she only got to do it twice. And you, it, she was not the problem in those movies, you know? Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Just seeing you and should... that's a character where people are expecting big things, too. And people love Gwen Stacy. So, she, you know what I mean? Mm. The fact that she pulled yep. it off with all those expectations, you know? Just seeing... Isn't it a requirement that all Spider-Mans date their... Heroin in it, evidently. Yeah, isn't that weird? And he, they were warned. I think the uh, producer said, "Look, it happened with Toby and Kristen, and it happened with uh, Andrew and uh, Emma. So don't let it happen to you." And uh, and uh, and they did, I, and it did. Yeah, they seem so, to. You know what? They seem to really enjoy each other. When you see interviews with them, they really, so they do really so enjoy cute. being with each other. It, it, so it is almost like they're a high school couple. Yeah, it's not going to end well, but you know they're having fun. Let them have it. Does it ever? Let well, if this is the last movie that they're in together, then it'll probably end. Well, who knows? Do we know that? <laughs> who just knows? Said Gwen Stacy's coming now. She's not. Could be. Who knows? What 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 would you do if somebody said write write a new Spider Man after the fact? The slate is clean. You can do whatever you want. What would you do? And it's Emma Stone. 
<laughs> she drops out of the. Uh, yeah. Well, in this one, she wouldn't be dead yet, right? In this universe. Now, Tom. Now, out, Tom yeah. Holland goes to Andrew Garfield's universe and saves Gwen Stacy. There you go. Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. would you get? Let's say somebody said, "Okay, write a new Spider-Man. We need Gwen Stacy. Who would you cast?" Uh, right now, probably. Um, well, I'm trying to think of female actresses that aren't already in the MCU, and that's oh, yeah. that's kind of hard. There's to, not many. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's your name? Uh, Roan Inish. What's that Irish actress's name that I can never pronounce? Sersha. Oh, Sersha. Yes. No. Yeah. No. Oh, I know. I know who could do it. Is that uh, Anya Taylor Joy that was in the? Uh, would make a good Spider-Man. Last who? night in uh, Soho. She has the body. Who's that? No, we're Sersha. not. Gonna, no, we're not going to do. We're not going to do. That's what I said. Yeah, that's all linky body of Spider-Man. She could be like the Andrew Garfield of it. Hmm. How about all Tim- lanky body? Gwen Stacy. Oh, you want to do Who? a dude? A dude? A dude is Gwen Stacy? I want Man Spider. Um, hmm. I don't that's know. What I want. Do you know who Man Bat is. Oh, Patrick said yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Hi, Patrick. Do you know who Man Bat is? <laughs> Patrick's here, everybody. Oh, of course. Oh, uh, who does uh, what's your name? I know who. I know who. Hi, Patrick. I <laughs> uh, hope you feel good, buddy. Um, uh, what's your name? The the blonde from um, uh, 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 Last think. Night in Soho. No. You know they can always get a wig. They don't have to be already. Blue. No, 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 no. We're not doing. No, we're doing no. everything real, and he's really gonna have web shooters. They're gonna work. Um, Who would you cast for Gwen Stacy for for Tom Holland now? I have no clue. I have to think about it. Oh, who would you cast for? Who would you cast for Manbat, Patrick? <laughs> Tom Hardy, because he can do Venom and Man. Daniel Craig. There you go. Daniel He's Craig. Oh, Daniel Craig actually might be a good choice. How old is Manbat? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Why this is hilarious. Just, just a, why does everybody here know man bat? I don't. <laughs> We're talking man bat. Like a retired man. Uh, he, was a, he was a villain in the big in, really big in the 70s and 80s. A villain. And even he's, in the cartoon show, right? They put him in the cartoon Yeah, he's show, like right? in the first yeah. or second episode of what the Batman Kirk, animated uh, what's his series. Name? Kirk, uh, Kirk Gibson. No, no, it's Singstrom or something. It's uh, Kirk Langstrom or something. I'm trying, probably to, I'm trying to think of actresses that would be good as Gwen Stacy, and I can't mm. think of any. Ask uh, Siri. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, I, if if you guys don't know who Anya Taylor Joy is, Pharaoh, oh, the girl who did um the Gambit, Queen's Gambit. Pharaoh, that's it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah you know what? Oh, that's good. perfect, good. Justine. Yeah, that's good. Ding, ding, I ding, think ding. That was his. He said, "Thanks, that. Justine." <laughs> Jeez, all John's been saying it for the last 10 minutes, but nobody got it. Pharaoh, well, well, because he, he threw licorice pizza out there, and no, none of us have seen it. No, no, no. It was the last night, and so nobody saw it. But you're right. Queen's Gambit, everybody has seen Queen's Gambit, yeah. Yeah, Pharaoh Rochelle or whoever. Yeah, uh, whoever uh, well, we uh, need, we need a willowy, show. A willowy about. blonde with wide set eyes. Yep. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure she's a real blonde, but there you have it. How come nobody liked uh, my Ronin-ish? Or whoever, what her name? What's oh, her name? Shersha. Shersha. Shersha Ronin? Mm-hmm. She's too tall. 
I think at this point, not, not to be crappy, but she might be too old at this point. She's not mm. a kid anymore. That's true. Yeah. Shersha? Mm. How old is Shersha Ronan? Did you say Ronanish? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you saying, Ronanish? Yeah. <laughs> she's, a, she's a dolphin person. Secret yeah. of Ronanish. Um, yeah, she's a porpoise person. I don't know. How old is she? She was like a little kid, but that was like 20 years ago. I don't know. Was she in that? I just say it because it reminds me of, like, uh, I don't know how to say her the name. She was in with uh, with the Tooch, the Broken Bones, uh, the, the Stolen Bones, the Lovely Bones. What about, um, what about the Sansa Lovely Bones from Game of Thrones? Oh. No. Uh, she's Jean, uh, she's Jean, um, Jean Grey already. Yeah, she's already Jean Grey dummy. Although I think they're, no, I think they're done with that ex. I think they're done with Jean Grey now. Hmm. Yeah, she could do it. Eh. Hmm. Just bring back Emma Stone. Yeah. Yeah, she was a good Gwen Stacy. That's for sure. She was a great Gwen Stacy. Amazing. When are they going to let Ryan Gosling be Commissioner Gordon? Crickets. It's like, what? (laughs) You don't think Ryan Gosling would be a good Commissioner Gordon? Uh, yeah, who is the new Commissioner Gordon? Is it uh, Jeffrey Wright? It's Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, which yeah. which I like. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, what did you think of the trailer for? Uh, for me, that was that was a new Batman trailer. What did you think of that? Mm. We've seen it. Oh, that's right. You don't care. You don't. Care. We've seen it. We <laughs> you don't it. care about the new. We Batman. get it. You're Natalie Dormer. Or she's too old. We get it. Your parents are dead. You're angry. We get it. We get it. Uh, Natalie Dormer. He's supposed to be in college. Oh yeah. You know what? You're right. She would work. She would work. She's the right age. Are you only going through through Game of Thrones characters? Yeah. Yes, you are. All right, let's wrap it up, guys. Spider Diana Rigg. Spider Man No Way Home. How about the How about the late Diana Rigg? Could she play Gwen Stacy? Spider Man No Way Home. Everybody rank it. (laughs) Jesus. Two minutes left in the call. I'm not doing another one. Two minutes left. Spider Man. Let's go. Okay. Okay, I give it a nine. Justine? Eight. Oh. Uh, I'll give it a nine. Oh, I'm going to give it a nine. Okay. Maybe even a ten. I wanted more Doctor Strange. You, no, it's yes, not his movie. Too. It's not his movie. But he's going to have his whole, he's gonna have a whole movie. For me. That's all it did for me. It was like more Doctor Strange. It's not his movie. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't. Wow, you're really on board with Doctor Strange now. I yeah, told but, you I'm on a Benedict kick. I see. Well, uh, hey. you, you, yeah. I'm on a Benedict red. You should watch. Uh, <laughs> so, what is that? We have to wait till like May for the new uh, Doctor Strange movie, or is that right? Yeah, okay. and uh, Morbius got pushed back. To yeah, it got pushed back. No, to no, I wanted that one. Hey, did you see you next I week at Soup Complex? S O U P Complex. No. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. This transmission ends now. Unity. Unity.